Have you ever felt like your business was stuck, like it had plateaued at a certain level of success? And no matter what you tried or however many courses you've taken or whatever tips, tricks, and tactics were trending that you attempted to implement, you couldn't move forward. You couldn't get to that elusive next level of success. Well, if that sounds familiar, then keep on listening because we are continuing the unsexy secrets to sustainable success here to get you unstuck so that you can finally start seeing consistent clients and cash flow in your business. Let's dive in. Are you ready to grow from solopreneur to CEO? You're in the right place. I'm your host, Rachel Cook, and I've spent the last decade helping women entrepreneurs start and scale service-based businesses. If you're serious about building a sustainable business, it's time to put the strategy, systems, and support in place to make it happen. Join me each week for candid conversations about stepping into your role as CEO, the hard lessons learned along the way, and practical, profitable strategies to grow a sustainable business without the hustle and burnout. Welcome back to the second part of the Unsexy Secrets to Sustainable Success series. What a tongue twister. Well, if you listened to the previous episode, then you know we talked about the two types of entrepreneurs who find themselves plateaued and stuck at a certain level of success. And we also talked about the three limiting beliefs that keep them stuck in that information overload where they can't figure out what action they need to take in order to move forward. So if you've been feeling stuck because of any of these types of limiting beliefs or thoughts that continue to race through your heads, thoughts like, but I'm not ready yet, that hold you back from going after more visibility or taking more action, but it's not perfect yet, You know, those tricky ones that keep you tinkering, 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 and never putting your work out into the world. Or I need a magic formula to follow. The super tricky one that keeps that fear of failure controlling your business and really holding you back from putting yourselves out in front of more potential clients. Then this series is here to get you unstuck and out of what we call the top secret entrepreneur lab, where you're doing so much work, you're so busy, but you're not actually seeing the results you're looking for. We're here to help you finally start seeing those consistent clients and cash flow in your business. So before we dive into how you can escape that spinning and the information overload inside of that top secret entrepreneur lab. I want to share a story about one of my amazing clients, Zana Clark. A few years ago, Zana decided to launch her second career as a nutritionist and health coach after she went through her own personal health journey. One thing to know about Zana is that she is an incredibly smart woman. She went to Harvard. She has a law degree from the University of Pennsylvania. So when she decided to go into the world of health and nutrition, She took the time to get the education and the certification she needed. In fact, she has a master's in health and wellness coaching, therapeutic herbalism, and integrative nutrition. She's a certified nutrition specialist, a licensed dietitian nutritionist, and has additional training in functional and integrative nutrition. And she's a natural gourmet chef. So all of this education and training, you'd think that she would be ready to just hang her shingle and start her business ASAP as soon as she wanted, right? 
Well, not quite. Zana decided that first she wanted more practical hands-on experience before she launched her business. So she took a job with another healthcare organization for a few years. By the time she was ready to launch her own business, she not only had the training, but she had the experience to really get the results she was looking for for her clients. But there was a challenge. She wasn't sure how to go out there and get those clients. And there was a ton of confusing and conflicting information about what she should do to get her own business up and running quickly while she was still working her full-time job. Now, she was working full-time. She did not have time to spend all day doing marketing. She didn't have a massive audience to sell to, and she didn't really have an online presence at all. So when she attended her very first CEO retreat in January of 2018, she told me, Rachel, I'm ready. I want to leave my job in six months at the end of July. I need to be able to bring in about $4,000 a month within a few months to replace my salary. What do I focus on? With that clear goal in mind, she was able to build a plan during that CEO retreat to help her ramp up her business on the side of her full-time job over the next six months. So when she was ready to leave that full-time job, she was stepping into a revenue-generating business. The CEO retreat was when we introduced her to the business growth checklist. You should have heard about it in the previous episode, but if you didn't, now's your time to go grab it in the show notes. This really helped her to simplify her strategy and bring in enough clients to generate $4,000 a month ASAP. In fact, at the next CEO retreat she attended in six months, a month after she left her job, she shared that she exceeded that goal. She brought in $5,000, her first full month in business. Zana was crystal clear on exactly what she needed to implement to bring in that first group of clients. And she did it without an email list, social media following, or really any online presence. Fast forward 18 months, and her business was generating $8,000 to $10,000 per month in revenue. Now, I share Zana's story because I love this. I think it's such a beautiful case study of focusing on the things that are going to move the needle in your business. I love about Zana's business is the simplicity. She made a commitment to get out of that top secret entrepreneur lab. She didn't want to let the information overload just overwhelm her and stop her from getting the business she wanted to step into. She started implementing a strategy that truly worked. And once she had that strategy in place, it was rinse and repeat. Zana didn't let not having a custom fancy website slow her down from getting clients. In fact, if you went to her website, it takes you to a very simple page that she created using a tool called Practice Better. It's a client management software that's specifically designed for health and wellness professionals. And it allowed her to create a very, very simple presence online. Now, Zana also didn't worry about having a big social media following. She only has a few hundred people following her on Facebook. But the engagement she's getting from them is amazing because she shows up with valuable content. In fact, she's been doing Facebook Lives each and every week. So if she didn't have a list or a social media following or even a website, how in the world 
did she get those first few clients and grow to $5,000 her first month in business? Well, she started with people she already knew who already had an existing relationship with her work as a dietitian and as a health coach. Several of her first clients followed her from her former job into her private practice. Several more came in from referrals from clients and colleagues. Then Zana started building on those existing relationships. She started building off of those relationships to get the opportunity to host workshops, to do grocery store tours, to host cooking classes in her local community. Once Sana had those first paying clients in the door, she was able to not only deliver amazing results for her clients, but those clients had rave reviews, which led to referrals and repeat business. Those clients actually continued to work with her. So what worked incredibly well for Zana are honestly tactics that are not talked about in the online business space. In fact, it was all the advice in the online space that was keeping her stuck in information overload, where she wasn't sure what the right next step would be to help her get those first clients and start growing her business. What truly worked for Zana was a more high-touch approach, meeting people in person, hosting grocery store tours and other collaborations, hosting cooking classes, asking for referrals, picking up the phone and having sales conversations with potential clients. In fact, I remember a conversation where she told me, you know, whenever she hosted one of these workshops or grocery store tours or gave a talk, she found that just emailing wasn't getting results as much as calling people on the phone number they had left in her feedback form and having a real conversation. And this made all the difference in the world. With those clients coming in the door and now a baseline revenue established for her business, a revenue she could depend on from her clients who were paying her every single month, Zana was able to layer on more online marketing to steadily grow her business. So the key to her success truly was putting on the blinders and staying laser focused, starting with the business growth checklist and consistently implementing just two or three specific tactics to move her business forward instead of throwing the spaghetti at the wall, trying to do everything all at once. So are you ready to go from information overload to implementation mode? Start by getting the business growth checklist. If you have not downloaded this resource, I'm giving it to you 100% for free and it is going to make so much sense and give you so much clarity on the next steps to move your business forward. You can get that in the show notes. Check the link in the description. The business growth checklist is broken down into three key stages of business growth. The startup stage, that first part of growing your business, it's honestly the hardest part of growing your business where you're trying to figure out the right product program or service for the right people at the right price point solving the right problem, where you're trying to figure out how do you get those first few clients and get some marketing in place, where you're trying to figure out how sales actually works, not to mention all the behind the scenes logistics of officially setting up your business. We all have to go through it. It's one of the hardest parts of business because it is a learning curve, but we can help you jump the curve when you understand exactly what needs to happen. Then we get into the second stage, the success stage. This is where you're actually getting paying clients, which is so exciting. 
But the challenge is now you've got to juggle getting those clients marketing and sales and delivering the product program or service that you have been hired for. It becomes a juggle that leads to a feast or famine cycle if you don't know how to put some clear systems and strategy in place in your business. And the final stage, the scale stage. This is where you have the systems, you have the infrastructure, and now you can really go after accelerated growth in your business, bringing on team and serving more and more people. Inside the business growth checklist, you will find a breakdown of the key to-dos, the key action steps for each stage of business growth, complete with a description of what you need to do in order to implement. We want you to start taking action immediately. The business growth checklist is a powerful tool to help you get out of that top secret entrepreneur lab and to start working with clients because that is where you'll see exactly what you need to do next when you get your business interacting with your clients. And the checklist is going to help you make sure that you're not skipping steps and that you're not jumping too far ahead, that you're truly building that rock solid foundation your business needs for sustainable success. And when you have that clarity, you can stop seeking more information and you can start focusing on implementation. Now, I know how easy it is for the feelings of I'm not ready yet or perfectionism or a fear of failure keep us stuck, especially if you're like me. You have extremely high standards for yourself. You value integrity. You value mastery. You value excellence in all that you do. But here's the unsexy truth. As an entrepreneur, you've got to embrace taking imperfect action. It's going to be messy. It's time to get yourself out there to start working with real people and to implement consistently. It's going to be messy, but we can only get the clarity we need through action, through putting our work out there, through actually doing the thing in real time, in public with our clients. We can only get where we want to go when we get out of that top secret entrepreneur lab. As you'll see in the business growth checklist, once you've worked with 10 paying clients and you've implemented the basic business foundations in that startup stage, your business is ready to make the leap to implementing next level strategies and start building the systems and the infrastructure that will create sustainable success. But you might be wondering, am I really ready to grow my business? Am I really ready? Am I ready to take this kind of action? Am I ready to go after this next level? You know, there's a lot of messaging out there that says you just need to be a couple steps ahead of your client. And I believe that it's not only wrong, but it's potentially unethical and harmful to potential clients, especially if you are in the life, health, or wellness coaching industry, because that's an industry that's completely unregulated. And I have a lot of clients who are in those spaces Anyone can say they're a coach, even if they have no experience beyond their own personal results. And while sharing your journey can be helpful and inspiring, it doesn't mean that that person is truly equipped or trained to help clients navigate challenges that, you know, they might not have faced themselves. And that's one reason I bring Zana up as a great case study. Zana saw amazing results in her own personal health journey, But then she went back to school 
to complete a master's degree. And then she gained hands-on experience working for another healthcare organization where she had guidance and support from other experienced nutritionists and healthcare providers who could help her if a specific challenge came up with one of her clients, if a tricky case landed on her desk. So if you feel like you're not ready yet because you feel like you might be missing that experience or expertise in your field, I do want you to go get some. There is no shortcutting that. We do have to take mastery seriously and really focus on getting the training and the education that we truly need before we put ourselves out into the public as entrepreneurs who can help people. But I also know that a lot of times women tend to really downplay their expertise. So I do want you to know you're expert enough if you have worked with and gotten results for 10 clients and you have any of these type of credibility markers under your belt. You have a degree or maybe even multiple degrees in your areas of expertise. You've completed an in-depth training or certification in your area of expertise. You have years of relevant work experience. You've been recognized with industry awards or honors. You've been featured in industry publications as an expert. You have written a book in your area of expertise. You have been interviewed about your area of expertise. You have been a speaker or a presenter about your area of expertise. You've created content, blogs, podcasts, videos, trainings about your area of expertise, or you developed intellectual property. So a framework or a process around your area of expertise. When my clients are still spinning in that I'm not ready yet or I'm not expert enough drama, I challenge them to sit down with this list and check off their own credibility markers. They quickly see that they truly are ready to take the next steps to growing their business. So it's time to get into implementation mode. If you're still hearing those excuses in your head that they're keeping you stuck in that top secret entrepreneur lab, if you know you are at fault for hoarding courses and signing up for new things all the time, constantly tinkering and continuing to spin an information overload, I want you to press pause. And I want you to write yourself a list of all the reasons you're a credible expert and see for yourself that you're more than ready to start taking steps towards creating that predictably profitable business you've been dreaming of. And the next part of the unsexy secrets to sustainable success, we're going to talk about how we prioritize our planning so that like Zana, you consistently can show up, implement, and see results in your business. This is the practical, profitable strategy that's helped so many of my clients make the jump to 5K, 10K, 15K, 20K months without the hustle and burnout. If you have been enjoying the Unsexy Secrets to Sustainable Success, I want you to do me a quick favor. Take a screenshot of your podcast player and post on your Instagram stories, tagging me at rachel.cook, your ahas, your insights as you're listening to the series, going through the business growth checklist and taking action. I want to hear from you. And I love it when everyone tags me on Instagram stories so that we can start a dialogue in the DMs. There is more to come. So make sure you are subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever else you listen to podcasts. This has been part two of a six part series, and we don't want you to miss a single episode. For the full show notes, head over to theceocollective.com. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Promote Yourself to CEO. We'll talk soon. 